you're after something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together crew. I'm a driver. And I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Uh... Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. <laughs> L3! Let's go with the mean man's face. Who are these guys? If you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might want to buckle up, baby. give you some advice. Assume everyone will betray you and you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Push it. Milkers everywhere. This welcome to episode number one hundred and eighteen of Blast Points. This is Jason? This is Gabe, and we just saw the solo trailer. So if we start mumbling and panting and choking, Kylo Ren's dad, the motion picture, <laughs> yeah. the full trailer is out. Oh, unexpected! Totally unexpected. Yeah, they think they decided. That they don't need to give people warnings anymore. I guess 24 hours notice is the best we're going to get going forward here. Lucasfilm letting people know you always got to be on your toes. Oh, just trying to have a relaxing Saturday. Wait, what? Huh? Tomorrow? Wait. I had plans. I had stuff to do. (laughs) Yeah. You had to watch 45 minutes of American Idol or something to get to it. Ooh. Oh, man. That was rough. Was anyone, were there any swimming dances? (laughs) No, and no one was singing the Connect I Am Han Solo song, which was a real crime. They know people that like American Idol like Chewbacca, so they go hand in hand. They should have had Chewbacca come out and sing a song, at least. It's the least you could do. They could have had, he could have been one of the judges for the night. They could have had the frog in the jar singing a song, could have had the, the throat singer from the Denny's commercial. A lot of missed opportunities. Like we said, put Chewie on every TV show he can be on. Make him do all the press tour is just Chewbacca. Chewbacca as Chewbacca. Up next on American Idol, 
from the planet Kashyyyk, Chewbacca do like a touching story about Chewbacca. All his life, he just wanted to sing. <laughs> I never let him. That was the only good thing about uh, Han getting murdered is now Chewie can sing whenever he wants to. <laughs> Chewie, Han had one rule on the William Falcon. There's no singing on this thing. Nobody sings any songs. Especially not you, Chewbacca. And it was weird, too, because I swear the first time I watched the solo preview, I, th- I blacked out a little bit. I didn't even know like it ended. And I was like, and then I like watched it again on like on YouTube or something on the, the Star Wars YouTube. And I like I was like, is my brain playing tricks on me? Did I really black out? Because the version that played on American Idol was like cut down a little bit. Was it? It sure was. There was stuff in the the one that's online that wasn't in the American Idol version. Weird. Yeah, I was because I didn't have enough notice. <laughs> I was I wasn't home on when it was on American Idol, so I didn't see it on TV. So that's crazy. Yeah, I seriously i I almost called nine one one because I was like i I may be dying or I may be dead because I there was stuff where I was like I don't remember seeing that at all. But thankfully, then I played them both at the same time. and I'm okay. I'm all right. <laughs> you're, you're whole again. This is the most we've seen of Solo so far, which is crazy, but it because com- because it comes out in just about a month. What are, what are your before we go into scene by scene breakdown freak out? What are your feelings on this whole Solo thing right now? I think it's kind of what a lot of people are saying, where no one really maybe asked for this movie or wanted this movie, but now that this movie's here, I'm totally happy and grateful that we're getting it. It looks like a fun heist crime caper movie. And like rogue one, it's like, it looks like a live action star Wars comic, which I'm so happy to be getting. And I hope they don't stop making star Wars stories. Cause it's kind of nice to get just a fun star Wars adventure that doesn't have all the baggage of a Skywalker mythic, Saga, yeah, I'm super pumped. No Rebels, no Jedi. I, I was watching it and I was like, I am really excited for the idea of just like a down and dirty Star Wars movie about a bunch of smugglers out there in that weird time in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope just doing Star Wars smuggler stuff. Racing speeders, stealing stuff. Hanging out, eating food with aliens, it looks like. I think, we'll talk about it later, but I think they actually do go to Denny's. <laughs> All I kept thinking, which other than just thinking about Solo, is when are they going to tell us the next Star Wars story just so I know they're not going to stop making Star Wars story movies? It's a good-looking movie. Like, Bradford Young, whatever extent Ron Howard had in this they made a pretty neat looking Star Wars movie. And that's and that's like the thing, too, with the Star Wars stories movies. It's like the dream. It was like how when we saw previews for Rogue One and right away we knew this was different from what we saw in The Force Awakens. And even seeing like the solo preview, it's looks so different than what we just saw in The Last Jedi. Yeah, it looks big. It looks crazy. It looks good. It looks fun. It's got lots of Chewbacca, which is really all I need. Chewbacca with his hair blowing in the wind pretty much in every shot. All the 80s hair metal Chewbacca you could ask for. Spandex pants, Chewbacca. Maybe in the Kessel Mines he has to wear tight pants so the mud doesn't get in his fur. He breaks out in a falsetto. He's, again, singing. Yeah, it's pretty much Rock of, was that Rock of Ages? But with Chewbacca instead of Tom Cruise, maybe maybe Chewbacca busts out of like flying V guitar at some time. The end credit before the end credits go up, it's everyone laughing when Chewbacca pulls out a flying V and just starts shredding. <laughs> it would make sense. Maybe we find out that the Zeb Rocks band that Zeb liked so much was actually Chewie's band in his younger days. Well, and it's so exciting. It's like 
really we were I, f- I feel like today we got like our first real look at solo nothing against the teaser trailer but it's like wow this movie looks awesome and you're telling me it comes out in a month that's great that's not a uh, a feeling we're used to with star wars films right <laughs> there wasn't three years of sleepless nights for this movie so if this is a yeah if this is like this is how it's going to be in the future we're just going to find out hey by the way there's a new star wars movie in a month Get ready. Clear your schedule. I don't know. Maybe that's the way to do it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And when we, when we enter the age of Star Wars TV, I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. Yeah. Start making food and freezing it. Create your own seed bank. Buy a, buy a bunch of freezers. Fill it with food. You're never leaving the house. <laughs> Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han. Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. So wait, what do you say we start tearing through this thing? What do you th- let's, let's go through everything this solo trailer has to offer. So first shot, we get what an aerial view of I'm guessing what Corellia, the shipyards. Sure seems like it, yeah. It kind of reminded me of the Rogue One trailer with, like, you know, the big Star Destroyer hanging out over a city. Well, and then that first shot, you can see the car racing on the street, which is probably Han in the stuff we saw in the teaser with Kira. They're kind of a little street race when they were younger stuff, maybe. Oh, yeah, you can see a little car zooming zooming around in there. Mm-hmm. And that kind of looks like the street they were driving in when we first see the gloves and the dice. And there's, like, an overhead shot of... Like a Star Destroyer up there. Like, it looks like it's being built still. You can still see inside of it. Like the tower of one off to the side, too. Just kind of sep- looks like they haven't attached it yet. A little space mouse scurrying across a wire. <laughs> I haven't wrote a note. Don't forget the space rat, because I don't think we've ever seen one before. So I was pretty excited. Some Star Wars space rats. I think this was in one of the Ron Howard... Behind the scenes pictures, wasn't it? The uh, the barbecue in the astromech droid. Hans walking around. Doing something shady. You're after something. During all of this, too, this, like, Western cowboy music that's going on. Yeah, I'm still really curious what the actual score is going to sound like. Because even the not score trailer music is even kind of different than what we've gotten in the past. So, I don't know, it's really interesting. I mean, do you think John Williams would possibly do like a straight Western kind of theme for Han Solo? Would John Williams like channel like Morricone or something? And will it will it ma- match with the? I guess they did have it was an orchestral score, right? It sounded like at least from the uh, pictures, like they're not gonna the John Williams uh, Hans theme's not just gonna be like a sample that they play over the the techno beats or whatever the, the other music is. I'm going to be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. I don't know. It's always, it's funny how, I mean, we were, this is really only our second non-John Williams Star Wars movie. So still not used to that. Um, then we see the shot that we saw in like one of the, the Super Bowl teaser previews of Han kind of like behind a great looking up. Then we cut to the awesome Cloud Riders gang. Hey, yeah, I hope they have room because I'm going to join. I'm signing up as soon as this movie comes out. Working on my swoop bike, putting some feathers on some jeans. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a fur rug from Ikea, like, a, like Game of Thrones for a cape. I hope I hope they'll have me working on my resume. It's, we get an awesome shot of... However you pronounce his, her name, Enfys Nest, Enfine's Nest, whatever it is. I hope they say their name in the movie so we have some idea how to say it, but I'm sure they don't. It's going to take us years to figure out how to pronounce it. You hear Kira saying, like, um, is it revenge? Is it money? Is it something else? Mysteries. Is it revenge? money you see han walking into denny's i think 
I almost think this is a different place than Denny's, even though the Denny's crew is there. Oh, no, it is. You're right, because this is when they come in later is the actual set, I think, from the Denny's commercial. But this part is a little different. But you're right. I think it's the same place. I don't know. As soon as soon as I see the guy in the bubble helmet, I kind of things stop making sense. Up is down, left is right. You got the therm scissor punch there on the right. You got the 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 two headed guy. You got six eyes. You got big walnut head back there. Who is a a walnut with a single eyeball? <laughs> so whatever, however cool we thought walnut head was going to be, he's even cooler than we imagined. He's like a grape inside of a walnut. Maybe his name is Healthy Snack. (laughs) (laughs) He's got celery arms. His legs are made out of crisp, refreshing milk or something. Eat your vegetables, kids. He's got a bag full of vitamins. Looks like a bootleg Captain Rex over there that may or may not be Constable Zuvio right in the front. Uh, it's, It's a dream team. At, the, at Denny's here, gambling at Denny's. I just think it's amazing because when we heard this movie was coming and we heard that there would be a young Lando, I don't think we ever thought that we would see Lando basically sitting in between Therm Scissor Punch and <laughs> the two-headed worm alien. <sighs> if, if, if somebody would have told me, yeah, there's a movie with young Lando sitting next to a lobster man named Therm Scissor Punch. I would have been like, you're lying and this is some sort of trick. You're just being cruel right now and messing with me. Come on. Be nice. (laughs) You know, I'm going to get excited for this and it's not going to be real. He's somehow playing cards with a lobster man whose hands are bigger than Lando's head. It's the stuff of dreams. Dreams really do come true. Don't they? Because I'm looking at it right now. Oh. And then, yeah, Bubblehead Man with the giant hands. He kind of looks like the little tiny John Favreau alien, only enormous. Because he has four arms, too, I think you can see in is it the next shot, maybe. And you, our good friend, uh, little fuzzy cat man, is there behind Han in the next shot, too. Little, little kitty man. Hello, kitty. Hopefully somebody's ordering the reactor core pancakes. Danny's is 24 hours, so someone's eating it right now. Whenever you listen to this, someone's eating reactor core pancakes while you're listening to this. Yeah, even if it's 2044 in the future, technically somebody somewhere is still eating reactor core pancakes. There's got to be somebody. There's got to be like the ultimate collector who went to Denny's, bought all the food and put them in Ziploc baggies and has them in their freezer. Steve San Sweet. Yeah, yeah, he's got just racks and racks of freezers where he's frozen all of the Denny's foods. A little Han in the fur coat, a little Han and Chewie looking up at the moons on probably, I don't know, Kessel maybe? Shot from the teaser. And checking out the Falcon. You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. She's at the, the party scene. The fancy dress party where uh, Paul Bettany lives and the Frogman somewhere in that room when han and kira are kind of walking away if you look to the far right there's it it looks like a like a pony with a ponytail Uh, yeah or howard the duck like the ladies from howard the duck universe a lady duck (laughs) oh let's hope it's the ultimate maybe that was what lucas suggested you put one of those lady ducks from howard the duck in here hey ron i got a good idea for you Remember the lady ducks? It's Lucas's revenge. <laughs> and Howard's like, oh, okay, George, we got to do it. Yeah, he's probably, I got, I got all the lady duck costumes are going to be in my museum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send one over. And have, have you ever stopped to think about that? That there could be like a room in the Lucas Museum that's just all the costumes from Howard the Duck? There better be, or else I'm asking for my money back. Great Norman Rockwells, but where's the Howard the Duck room? And I didn't see any Radioland Murders costumes. They're in the basement. You got to do the secret handshake when you go in to get to the Radioland Murders wing. The real good stuff. You got to know somebody that works there. It's like the secret menu. (laughs) They'll smell you when you walk in. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I think you're here for the Howard the Duck room. The Ducks are 
George Lucas presents Howard the Duck, a Willard Hike film, a Gloria Katz production, rated PG. Now at select theaters, check newspapers. So next, what do we have? The desert stuff that was in the teaser, but it looks like, is Chewie carrying their luggage or like two big boom boxes? <laughs> it's Chewie's guitar case. So when Tobias Beckett is like, uh, I'm putting together a crew, and Chewie just like, just starts shredding. So Tobias Beckett is telling him about a job. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together crew. About a big crime boss, Dryden Voss. And then they, they you get your first look at Dryden Voss. What's going on with his face? I don't know. <laughs> he had like too much of the uh, Pop Rocks shake. <laughs> And he got the pop rocks all over his face. But did you notice in the shot before that and a little bit in the background there, it looks like he has like these sweet black helmeted motorcycle guard guys. And I think in the teaser, wasn't one of them was the guy that was talking to Kira. Oh, yeah. They're his little his little buddies. But, yeah, he definitely has got some raspberry sauce or something. He had a messy breakfast. <laughs> I, I was thinking he maybe he just slept on his arm. And he's got, like, marks on his face from sleeping. Or he was, like, barbecuing, cooking some burgers, and just passed out and fell asleep with his face on the grill. I don't know. That's probably that's probably what happened. But just think he could have been a half-wolf man, right, when uh, that other guy played him. <laughs> that's probably, that, was what, that was what drew the line for Kathleen Kennedy and Lawrence Kasdan. They're like, we're okay with big arms and a bubble helmet and a lobster man, but can't have a dog man. You got some great shots of Han driving his little speeder car. This is the stuff that wasn't in the American Idol version that was tripping me out. Ah, okay. So the next shot with Han in some sort of gear, right? Is this when he's in the Stormtrooper disguise? Well, it almost kind of looks like he's wearing like a General Veers kind of armor thing. It sure looks like he's talking to like an Imperial officer, too. Yeah, saying he's a driver. Because this looks like there's the Lego where he has the cape. So this is, he looks like he's got, yeah, the armor and the cape. I'm a driver. And I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. I love the, the shot, though, of Han's little speeder just spinning. It's a good, it's a good trick. Yeah, I'm really excited for that speeder chase. And maybe this is the sign that you're far too deep into Star Wars. But if you start really thinking, man, they're going to kill it with the sound effects in that part. It's the little things in life. I can't wait for those sound effects. <laughs> One thing Star Wars knows I do. It's race sound effects. <laughs> this Thanksgiving, what are you thankful for? Oh, the sound effects in the solo film were superb. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, Han flying what they what it came out that that's like an the thing he's flying around is a an, an imperial adat hauler. Did you see that? No. So that's what that's like a thing that would carry adats around. I guess yeah, the like little toy like packaging for a little toy leaked out with uh, Rio Durant, our best friend Rio Durant, in one of those things, and it says an imperial adat hauler. Adats got to get hauled, and then you can see all the the swoop people. So. I guess before we thought maybe that was like the crew, but is it the Cloud Riders probably? Like, are they helping out with the heist? Are they chasing them? You know, and that's that's kind of the thing I was thinking about watching this. Like, we learned like a centimeter more about this movie. I was thinking today, like, oh, man, we're going to get the solo preview. And we're, I think we'll finally kind of find out what the plot of this movie kind of is. Well, not really. Han... Meets up with the crew and does a does a job. But yeah, that's it. We, we kind of knew that going into this. Yeah, the details are still kind of fuzzy. We get to see Woody Harrelson kiss a blaster. That's Han's blaster. So did Tobias Beckett give Han his famous blaster? Maybe, yeah. But hey, if he's got to get it from someone, why not Woody Harrelson? You got Han saying to Chewie, what do you think? What do you think? Well, what do you know? Yeah, some good uh, Chewy being the smart one, which I'm looking forward to. 
Now, this next shot, they're walking into some sort of bone fortress. What the heck is going on? Yeah, there's like mammoth tusks over a door, a spooky haunted house or something at the top. I, I don't know. They're in Rivendell and to see the elves. What kind of giant creature was that in Star Wars world? Do you think this is the outside of the place where they go play cards with Lando? Because the next shot, if it's somewhat chronological, whether maybe it is or it's not, is there. It's basically when they're in they're in the Denny's part of the restaurant, because when they're walking in, that looks like the bar from the, the Denny's commercial could be. Well, and then the tonight when the the trailer came out, they also released the poster, and right above Chewie's head in the poster, it looks like Han and somebody else, maybe Kira. I can't tell, but they're sitting on some giant spacey axe. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear what you just said <laughs> for for my own safety. Do you think they go across like this, like Winter Wonderland, to get to the giant bone the bone gambling place, riding spacey axe? I want to hope so. I'm not ready for I'm not ready for Spaceyaks. Nobody told me there was going to be Spaceyaks in this movie. I mean, we've seen Han on a Tauntaun, but yeah, Han on a Yak. <laughs> Once you see Han on a Yak, you can't come back. <laughs> Are we going to see Chewie riding a Yak? Uh-oh. Man, I don't know. Yeah, these posters with their little teases. It's like the Last Jedi one with uh, Rey and Luke fighting with the stick fighting. Like, if we're not supposed to find out this stuff on a poster... Have we ever seen Chewbacca ride a creature? I don't think so. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Anytime, any, anytime, any place, you show me Chewie riding on a creature, I'll be there. I got money set aside. My rainy day fund. <laughs> I got my heart pills. <laughs> yeah, I'll take all my meds. Did you notice, too, when Han's like strolling into um, wherever they are, almost every shot of Han walking in this movie he's walking like like with a cowboy swagger with like his hands on his belt that was the thing with this i think i'm really looking forward to seeing this young han because it seems like they are having a more optimistic kind of goofy doesn't really know anything han which really kind of i think is going to work with a new actor trying to be han because it's kind of like this is han in his life before he is Han, so he's trying to figure out like how to be cool and be the Han that he is in the later movies. So it kind of real life is gonna be mirroring the movie where you have this new young actor trying to pretend to be cool like the real Harrison Ford. So I don't know. I I think it's gonna be cool. I like I think it's doing its job where the more we learn about this movie and the more we see of it, the more interesting it's become. Like you said in the beginning of the episode, it's like for the longest time with Solo, it was kind of just like, you know, almost like the idea of a Boba Fett movie. Like, okay, I guess. And it was always like the fact that Kasdan was writing it where I was like, well, it's going to be awesome. And then when we learned that it was in development, what, even before the sale to Disney, that Lucas was kind of pushing this project. I didn't know I needed to learn more about Han Solo. But now that we kind of are seeing that we're, we're, we're really getting that in a really interesting way. I can't wait. Another kind of crazy thing, and who knows if they even have any of this, but it's kind of strange and awesome at the same time to be watching the sequel trilogy with young Kylo Ren Solo and now seeing a Han Solo movie when Kylo Ren's dad is kind of the same age as Kylo Ren is in the sequel trilogy and kind of see if there's any parallels to young Han's behavior and young Kylo Ren's behavior. Well, I think that definitely is. I mean, they are both cocky and they are both trying to find their place. And I think Kylo might have some more anger issues than his dad did. <laughs> He's got too much of his father's heart in him. I mean, did you think about that at all? Like when they were inside the Millennium Falcon and stuff and Han kind of rubbing his hand against the side. It's like, man, and eventually Ray, who hasn't even been born yet will be showing up, flying this thing, blowing up TIE fighters on crate. As maybe weird as it was when Force Awakens came out, where it was kind of like, well, it's cool the Falcon's back, but it's kind of like, well, do we really need the Falcon again? But I think it's cool that they're kind of doubling down on that. And it's like, yep, the Falcon is a character and we're going to 
we're going to keep having it and give it kind of some some backstory too, as much as any of the other characters is kind of neat that it didn't just end up being like a cute thing like oh look the falcons and force awakens like it's a it's an important part of last jedi and here we're getting some history with it as well as just han and chewie it's cool So they're at this, they're at Denny's gambling, and we we get our first real glimpse of Donald Glover as Lando talking. You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. <laughs> while he, he says that while he's getting a, getting a drink from the, the drink dispenser droid. Wearing a bright yellow shirt, Donald Glover, absolutely perfect, nailing it. After I, I imagine after every line, yeah, <laughs> he he grabbed Chewie's flying V guitar and just started riffing. Everything you heard about me is true. Yeah, Lando sitting next to a lobster man, getting a drink from a droid. Because I just love the fact that he doesn't even look at the droid. He just holds his arm out. He knows it's full. I'm going to drink it now. I don't even have to look because I'm Lando. Then we first start to learn a little bit more about L337. <laughs> L3! Let's go with a mean man's face. Who are these guys? Yeah, she likes to beat people up. We finally get to hear L337's voice. What were you surprised by L337's voice that it wasn't more droid like? Uh, I would have been if I hadn't seen Rogue One because I had that feeling with K2SO and now I'm just used to it that droids just kind of sound like people now, which, you know, that's okay. I'm used to it. Take a minute too to talk about like how good the digital effect of L337 looks. That is crazy. Yeah, she looks good. You can't tell. She's not real. Maybe she is real. They're just tricking us. You got some great um, shots of the Falcon, Han walking into the Falcon, and then Tobias Beckett. If you come with us, you're in this life for good. Some good Lando. Basically, Donald Glover as John Williams as Lando Calrissian. You might want to buckle up, baby. Which... John Williams probably said to uh, Ryan Johnson at some point, and George Lucas and J.J. to all of them, right before they hit record, better buckle up, baby. Everybody's about to experience some, some Williams jams. Buckle up, baby. Here we go. Maybe John Williams did the, like, uh, salute thing. That's where uh, Lando and Beckett and everybody got it from. It's the John Williams salute. I'd, you know, it's like he's the number one Duran Duran fan. The, the word is going to come out one day that John Williams is a, wi- a lot more wild than people give him credit for. And the Journal of the Wills is really just like John Williams' diary. Just let George Lucas borrow it. John Williams starts every day by going skydiving, and then he wrestles a crocodile. He calls the crocodile baby. Just calm down, baby. We'll be done wrestling in a minute. Let me, let me turn on some Duran Duran to get in the mood. That's how I roll, baby. What, you know, what's up with like what right after um, Lando says that L337 kind of like smacks her head? Maybe. I don't know. Does she have like some loose wire jokes? That's the thing. The movie comes out in a month. L3 is going to be a superstar. There's hidden secrets with her character. We don't know anything about mysteries. Next, we get some full on train action. Do we know yet? Or the tr- which planet the train is on? Did we figure that out yet? It's wherever the range troopers are, right? It's the snowy planet, I guess. Yeah, whatever that is. I don't know. The range troopers have magnet boots. Magnetize never dies. It's back. Magnetize, magnetize. They're going to go into the, the Klingon ship from Star Trek VI at any minute and kill the Chancellor with the magnet boots. Oh, yeah. Seeing these range troopers in action, too. So awesome. They're fluffy and fuzzy. Got cool helmets. Yeah, they got magnet boots. The space train running wild. All aboard the crazy train, the space train. Off the rails on the space train. Chewie's playing his shredding solo on the back. 
with his polka dot guitar. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget, too, that in the teaser preview, there's range troopers and Enfin's nest pops up and is shooting at Tobias Beckett at some time during this whole train part. Okay. So then, yeah. So when we're seeing Han or whoever flying the ADAT carrier and those swoop bikes are chasing after it. So maybe it's like uh kanji club and uh guava death gang all over again. And they got, uh, everybody's after him. Is in, here's a, here's a real question too. Is solo going to be three hours long? I sure hope so. Because there's a lot of movie in this. Yeah, maybe it's four. There's Kira walking off the ship, uh, Lando shooting a blaster, and there's an awesome shot of an ATSD just like dropping on the ground. Maybe it's getting dropped by those lift things, or they're just jumping, hopping mad. <laughs> we have never seen a chicken walker just like leaping. I'm trying to tell too if that. They have different tops, I think. They almost look open, like they're open top chicken walk. Like basically, it looks like the ATRT, but chicken walker size. Yeah, it is a little different, isn't it? And there's like some mud troopers in the front. Yeah. Yeah, Val shooting the harpoon gun. And then the scene, the shot, the moment we've been waiting for all our lives two Wookiees embrace. (laughs) Stop everything. Could have just ended right there. That's that's it. Thank you for listening, folks. Good night. <laughs> it was good while it lasted. We're done. So is all right, so here's a million dollar question. Is that Mala? It could be. I mean it could be Lumpy, but this is Chewbacca's family. Right? It's yeah, it's got to be someone in Chewbacca's family, right? <sighs> Dreams. Yeah, it's like we were saying earlier. If someone would have woke us up in the middle of the night, shook us awake, and then said, <laughs> in the year 2018, you're going to get a, a Han Solo origin movie that will have Chewbacca's family in it. Don't lie. Don't lie about these things. These are precious thoughts. Yeah, don't lie to me. <laughs> it's not a joke. It may be a joke to them, but not to me. Some of us take this stuff seriously. Uh, what? So whoever is a Wookiee embrace, well, I, I think that's a Wookiee kiss. It looks like it. It's a little shorter than Chewbacca. The hair tone color is a little bit different. It's like a little bit more caramel brown. A little bit thinner, a little bit shorter. I'm thinking that's Mala. When they have uh, Lumpy in Aftermath, He's still not full grown, right? Yeah, he's still kind of like, well, like a young Wookiee. Yeah, so living in the golden age. I think I think my teeth might fall out in the theater. Yeah, wear a mouth guard and boxing gloves in case you start punching yourself. I'm going to have to bring one of those little flexing things for my hand. <laughs> just to keep, keep clenching. I just break it in half when Chewie and Moloch oh. I hope they have the printout, the last Jedi printout, and it's like at one hour and 15 minutes, Wookiees embrace, just to, just so you know, so you can enjoy the rest of the movie, because you're not just waiting. You can set the timer on your phone so you're ready. <sighs> but it's crazy, because if you think, even if this is just another random Wookiee, we have not seen multiple Wookiees on screen since, what, 2005, so... Yeah, Revenge of the Sith, yeah. And those those were Wookiees in action. There was like, except for kind of the part with Tarful and Chewbacca where Yoda said goodbye to him, which I, I do love that part. Goodbye, Tarful. Goodbye, Chewbacca. But we have not seen Wookiee love since the holiday special. Oh. <laughs> Saved my tail more than a couple of times. Well, Molly, I'd love to, but I can't. I gotta get back to the Falcon before somebody stumbles across her. Hey, will you look at Lumpy? He's sure grown, huh? I think his voice is changing. It's been a long time coming. And do a handstand in the theater. Break every bone in my body. Okay, so we gotta move on. We gotta move on.
Yeah, Han, uh, he's doing the Kessel Run situation. He's like saying, I've, I've got a good feeling about this. I got a really good feeling about this. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was saying earlier. I think it seems like they're definitely, we are going to see happy, young, optimistic Han kind of get uh, crushed <laughs> and turn into grumpy Harrison Ford. Because the part when um, Beckett says how assume everyone's going to betray, betray you or what does he say? Let me give you some advice. We assume everyone will betray you and you will never be disappointed. Which is making me think the person that's going to betray Han is probably going to be Beckett at some point or all of them, except for Lando. And that this is going to be the last time we see that happy, good feeling about this Han. And you got to think, too, that have Han and Lando even when they meet up in Cloud City, have they even seen each other since this movie? How do you knew this person? Well, that was a long time ago. I'm sure he's forgotten about that. Are you slimy, double-crossing, no-good swindler? You got a lot of guts coming here after what you pulled. You get a good shot during all the during the Kessel Run parts. You get a real neat shot of the um, crazy double pod Tie Fighter from behind, mm-hmm. and the new uh, or the the new old old new single turret blaster on the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this space stuff with all the smoke and rain and clouds is just it's some hot looking stuff. It it is hot, wet, dripping with rain, or it's a space octopus sweat. Chewie talking about how he's going to take over flying, and Han's like, when did you learn how to fly? Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Push it! Which is cool to get Chewie's age spoken aloud in one of the movies now. You didn't have to see Harrison Ford in a rowboat to tell you that Chewbacca is 200 years old. He's 200 years old. He's a big dog, man. I don't know. Ford out. Rose away. Now you can just watch the movies. You don't have to go track that down to know how old Chewbacca is. Oh, you got um, Dryden Voss, the Vision, and he looks like he's got the the electric glade from Krull. We're finally getting the Krull Star Wars crossover we've been waiting for. I've been saying for 40 years that they were in the same universe. I think we're getting proof. It's like a Roman gladiator helmet on the table there, too. It's from Krull. Straight Krull stuff. You got a lot of Mud Trooper action on Mimbin. And it looks like Chewie does like a head plant on somebody. Chewie, like, maybe they knew that the the solo preview came out the same, same night as WrestleMania. So they, they put that in for the, the WWE fans. Yeah, super choke slam pile driver. <laughs> Chewie's just making moves up. The thing before that, though, with the mud trooper, I was trying to figure out, are those actually mud troopers or are those like rebel kind of people? Because the one guy kind of has the like homemade mud trooper looking helmet. But then the other guys are just like guys with goggles and trench coats and stuff like maybe those are like imperial mud trooper people. Because that's the thing I was thinking, like, you know, we're like, what? What did they say? This movie's like 10 years before A New Hope. So we are eight years after Sith. So this is pre-Rebels. You know, what state is the Empire in even by Solo? Well, and I guess a cool thing, too, is this is the Stormtroopers are in between the Episode 3 Clone Trooper look and what we would get in A New Hope. Like, they haven't necessarily, they don't necessarily have switched over to that design for everything yet, which is kind of neat. Like with the with the uh, the motorcycle guy, kind of his kind of variation on the helmets. Well, and even like what we see in the very beginning of the preview, like on Corellia, like the Empire's building. I don't know. It's all it's very exciting. And the other thing I'm wondering with all the mud troopers too is maybe because that's on what Mimbin, where at least the photos we've seen, it looks like a horrible, dirty mud place. Maybe. Even the Imperial guys who get sent there, like, they don't want to be there either, and there's no equipment or anything for them, so they're just kind of making their own whatever they got. A bunch of footage with, like, a big battle here. Like, Kira throws some sort of thermal detonator grenade thing or something. L337, what does she say? 
wraps up with Han and Chewie on the train. Chewie's hanging off the side. Han's hanging on to him. They both have goggles on. I don't know. Do you think Chewie is going to survive? <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad we only have to wait a month to find out. <laughs> Maybe he dies and he gets replaced by that other Wookiee. In all these years, we never knew that the real Chewbacca died 10 years before A New Hope and was replaced by a younger, handsomer, fake Chewbacca. But I, I don't know. I, I'm going to keep saying it. I can't get enough of Chewbacca and goggles. It's like, I remember what was in the nineties when we were like, how are they going to keep making Chewbacca figures? And we were like, maybe they'll make Chewbacca with snow on his fur. And sure enough. Yeah. A few years later, they made snow Chewbacca. Wel- welding Chewbacca. I think we came up with. Yeah. They made them all. And now we get, yeah. Chewbacca and goggles, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to buy them all. <laughs> Any anything with Chewie with goggles? I don't know if I can resist. I don't know. Love it. Chewie wind blown hair with goggles is just it's irresistible. You know, and that may be one thing I'm looking forward to. A subtle thing that I'm looking forward to the most with Solo is the beginning of Han and Chewie's friendship. This is like their first days together. Yeah, that's a good point because at first I wasn't clear if. Han and Chewie had been together for a long time before this movie, or if it was going to be, yeah, kind of like their first adventures. And it does seem like maybe they do already know each other, but not very well, or maybe not. Or maybe it is what, when they meet in, in the mines, right? So it could be literally their first couple days together. It's going to enrich a corner of the Star Wars story that we didn't even know needed enriching, but... I mean, leave it to Kasdan, having probably had this story somewhere in his head for the last 40 years or whatever. This is, this is the story he told his son before bed every night, which is why his son had to help him write it. Remember that story I used to tell you? Yes. We're making a movie. <laughs> is the lobster man in it, Dad? Oh, you mean Thurm Scissor Punch? Of course. You better believe it, son. have just a matter of weeks until this movie comes out and i am at a loss for words i mean it looks great it you know and it it's it, it's exactly like what i think we've said for a long time we knew even before like cameras started to roll on the last jedi we knew episode eight was probably going to be a bummer <laughs> and it's not like the movie is a bummer it's kind of not but it kind of is but we knew solo was going to be just a fun ride after the heaviness of The Last Jedi. We had a very substantial filling meal with Last Jedi, and now we get some sweet dessert with the solo movie with covered in walnuts and grapes and whipped cream, and I can't wait to dig in. It's like Solo is you read a description of like a Sunday on a menu and you're like, let's get the Sunday," And then they bring it to your table and it's got like sparklers sticking out of it. And way more ice cream than you ever imagined. Yeah. It's those, the Sundays that come with like 15 scoops. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say that on the menu. You just said a Sunday with a, with a brownie in it. Yeah. It has a lobster on top. This is amazing. <laughs> and the waiter gives you a hundred bucks when it get, when they give you the Sunday and a therm scissor punch trading card. That's solo. From Kenner's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back collection, it's Millennium Falcon that you put together. Batteries not included. Nice landing, Han Solo. Uh-oh, come on, Chewbacca. Stormtroopers are coming. Action figures each sold separately. Got them on radar. I'll fire the laser cannon. There's even a hidden storage hatch. Ready for takeoff. Jump to light speed. We're gone. On to the Death Star. Millennium Falcon from Kenner's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. And these 
Last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. it quick here because we're we're soloed out you know what to do with itunes reviews they help the show immensely and if you listen on some sort of apple thing after you're done listening to this you go over to itunes look up blast points and write a little something about us and we'll read it on an upcoming show and check out blastpointspodcast.com check us out on facebook instagram twitter and you can download the podcast anywhere there's podcasts do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. We got so much awesome stuff coming up to leading up to the actual release of Solo. You're not going to want to miss a thing. But that about wraps up number 118 here. Next week, it's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some time travel involved. You know what? Check us out next week for another all new episode. But as for number 118, the Solo trailer freak out. That's all we got. (laughs) Thanks for listening, folks. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. Yeah. <laughs>